of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you are a successful publishing veteran with a passion for music and you haven't seen a Beatles book out there that adequately compiles the lyrics of every Beatles hit from 1963 to 1970, what do you do? You collect those lyrics and you publish it yourself. That's exactly what my guest did. The Beatles Illustrated Lyrics from 1963 to 1970 is out from the Thunder Bay Press. And Peter Norton's 300-plus page hardcover must-have Beatles book includes 178 iconic songs in chronological order, complete with illustrations for each set of lyrics. It's quite a book, folks. And Peter Norton joins me for Lincoln Live. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Dale. I'll get to the lyrics, but if you don't mind, Peter, spend a few minutes talking about the illustrations, because about the time that I think I've seen every Beatles black and white, more of them pop up. And you have come up with some beautiful ones. I want to go to one in particular, the shadow profile of Paul that you have for his song yesterday. Really like that shot. Yeah, we we did a lot of uh, deep deep dives and digging to find um, some art or illustrations and photos to accompany the lyrics for songs throughout the book. And, and it really does create a beautiful juxtaposition of, of the whole thing. And the Beatles, we, we go through all different sources for all different things. Um, that, that image is gorgeous. I love the image also. Uh, Do You Want to Know a Secret, which is from behind when the Beatles are are playing live, and it just has them also silhouetted. And it's just this beautiful kind of moment while they're on stage looking at each other just just before performing, like, hey, here we are. Uh, And it's just wonderful. Another one is, you know, we're trying to, it's obviously subjective choosing illustrations or imagery to go with the lyrics. Uh, and we don't want to lead the witness too far because we want the lyrics to actually lend themselves to interpretation. But but certain songs are are easier to do than others. So, for instance, Here, There, and Everywhere is, is a beautiful love song that Paul wrote for Linda. And he actually recently in an interview said that that's probably his favorite lyric, um, everybody or favorite song that he wrote. And a lot of people... Heretofore, it was yesterday, and he kind of has gone back and forth, and he was saying that yesterday came to him as a dream, and here, there, and everywhere he worked for. But the image for here, there, and everywhere is the first time Paul met Linda at a club. So it's just that type of beautiful, um, you know, curation of images. The designers and and photo researchers were really dug deep to, to pull all that out. Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday Suddenly I'm not half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me 
This book is about lyrics, so I don't want to spend too much time, but you can't. I can't let you go right. without you explaining why the heads of Mick Jagger and Keith Richard are included with Paul and John for the song I Want to Be Your Man. Well, the, the, the Stones were always considered to be uh, the competition for uh, or the next Beatles, which never quite happened. They always seemed to have their, their own paths. And I, so I think their friendship, as they, they were a friendly competition as they went by, um, when they performed Sgt. Pepper, the Stones, for instance, were there. Uh, Mick Jagger's on the cover of Sgt. Pepper, um, his face. So it's just, just one of those things where, where they were going back and forth in a kind of a, a bro kind of competition. So I Want to Be Your Man, I think it was just kind of a tongue-in-cheek reference. I want to be your lover, baby. I want to be your man. Peter Norton is joining me. His book is The Beatles, Illustrated Lyrics, 1963 to 1970. Why that time span, 63 to 70? They were recording from 62 to uh, 70. Some of the rights for some of the earlier songs are uh, wrangling them would be a little bit more of a challenge. So the songs here were all owned by Sony, so it's a little easier to put them all together. And these are really the ones that that people know from the Beatles. And it's just shocking to think that over such a short period of time that their catalog is as rich as it is. And, and it showed the progression from, from really essentially being a boy band at the beginning to being this, this icon that's ubiquitous, that, that the songs are, are just as relevant and loved today as they were back in the 60s when they were first recorded. I'm scrambling to get to the introduction by Steve Turner, and I learned a lot. He says it very well to start your book, Peter, and that is that they went from uh, rather simple, sophomoric lyrics, yeah, 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 and they'd, ooh, you know, that, that, those type of, of uh, lyrics that got the, the women screaming, to more in-depth, personal lyrics about themselves and about their troubles and about their joys. Uh, I found that introduction to be to be a, a good way to start your book. Peter Norton is joining me on Lincoln Live today. Peter's book is called The Beatles Illustrated Lyrics, 1963 to 1970. Uh, authors of books with lists, Peter, tell me that it's easy to get started. The difficult part is knowing when to quit. Did you have that difficulty with this right. book? No, because for us, it was really, we just wanted to catalog chronologically the songs of the Beatles. So, so really, that's what it is. And it's the release date of the Beatles songs, not, not when they were necessarily written. So the book is interesting in, in the regard that it does go chronological from the beginning up through, through the end. But then at the very end, there are a couple of songs that were actually written very early, but weren't ever heard from the public, weren't ever released until the 90s. So the Beatles released the Chronicle albums, two, two albums in 94 and then in 95, where they basically had gone through the master tapes and rediscovered there were some songs there that hadn't been heard, and they, they published them for the first time. So those, those actually reside at the end of the book. Uh, but going back to Steve Turner for a second, he, he's written many songs uh, or many books about the Beatles, 
and so he's well versed in in all of it and one of the first the first song really the beatles wrote that weren't love songs uh was nowhere man and i think that really does touch on all those points you mentioned where it's more of an introverted look at at what was happening in after they had all the Beatlemania and this huge success and john lennon is looking inward and and writing the song nowhere man and then he went on to write help and you know, which is really vulnerable for for somebody in in you know that you think is at the top of the world, and and it really opened them up to write another lyrics. I think Bob Dylan probably had something to do with with them also exploring things as his popularity grew throughout the '60s as well. Projects like yours, Peter, often reveal surprises. You were a big music fan, a Beatles fan, so any surprises as you did your digging for this project? I yeah, I I think really reading the lyrics and and putting them together and seeing how how they progressed as songwriters was was is something that you you intuit you know you've lived through it it's it's all in your head but but i think that that was the biggest uh surprise to me was really just breaking out the lyrics and seeing them in context of chronological order and like i said like you know, thinking of help being written at a time when the Beatles were on top of the world, it really is is an amazing song in in the regard that he was so vulnerable in sharing that. And and so to me, it's it's that it's it's also the energy and the the kind of interchange between John and Paul as they we're writing. So A Day in the Life comes to mind where it's sketches of two different songs. That one song each of them had written and they put it together to form arguably one of the best Beatles songs. Two Beatles songs at my funeral, Peter. Let It Be and Hey yeah. Jude. And Hey Jude is, is personal to me because uh, it was the last song at, uh, I believe it was my ninth grade dance. And it being, you know, eight and a half minutes long or however long it was, it was a great time to slow dance with, uh, you know, a crush that I had way back then. And so that's my Hey Jude. But uh, Let It Be and Hey Jude are my two two big Beatles songs. Well, let's let's hope the they don't have to play your play it at your funeral for a long, long time. But those are those are two fantastic choices. Um, mine mine would probably be two of us. Maybe it's because I've going through this book and having it all cobbled together. Seeing the two of us is this song in 1970 that Paul wrote, and and it really seems to be his his melancholy look at the relationship with John over the past you know 1958 is when they kind of got together, and and looking at all of what they've done, and but knowing that. That, that they have this acrimonious breakup and and all the paperwork associated with lawyers behind the scenes. And this is before the Beatles told people they were breaking up, but John had already 
said he was he was going to be leaving the band. So the lyric, you and I have memories longer than the road that stretches out ahead, just kind of a beautiful way of looking at things, even when things were difficult. So maybe that's also one of the things that surprised me or stood out. But I, I think it's a beautiful song, them harmonizing in a simple song structure, simple way, singing on one mic together. I think it just brings them back to their roots. It's a beautiful book. It's classy. It's hardcover. It's slick pages. It's beautiful photographs. And you have the lyrics of, uh, chronologically, uh, the hit songs from 1963 to 1970 contained in a single book. The Beatles, illustrated lyrics, 1963 to 1970. And I hear that uh, people who want Christmas gifts need to order them now, even though we're two weeks from Halloween. Get it ordered have it show up, wrap it up, and send it off. This would be a great Christmas gift for any Beatles or music fan. That's right. It's going to be available in stores and online. Uh, you could pre-order online, but it's going to be available in stores uh, on October 19th. All right. How do people get it online, Peter? They could go to whatever their favorite online um, bookseller is and order it that way. Okay. Pre-order. Very good. Peter Norton joining me for a few minutes on Lincoln Live. Again, the book is The Beatles, Illustrated Lyrics, 1963 to 1970. Thanks for being here, everybody, on Lincoln Live. Hey, Jude.